0: Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your buddy, Luke the Strip Club DJ, with another episode of One Tim Review. I'm here with my buddies, Alex and Brandon. Say hello, boys. Hey, yo, I'm Alex. Thanks for being here. Hi, my name's Brandon. Yeah, thanks. This is a little podcast where we rate and review movies in the simplest way possible. We give it a point if we didn't like it. We give it two points if we did like it. We get to 20 points, and then we call it a day. Kick the intro.
1: Right, the first movie that we're going to be reviewing today is a 2016 film directed by Audrey Scroggins called Super Beard. This is about a man with a powerful beard, and he uses it to fight a man with a mustache. This thing is starring Jackie Chan as the beard, Jason Statham as the mustache. We've got Sergio Harris in there, Stanley Darden, and Nancy Smith, as well as uh, James Vanta Essel. Vanta Essel. Either way, that is Super Beard. Boys, what did you think about it?
0: I really I really wanted to love this movie. It's uh, two of my favorite action stars. Jackie Chan, absolute legend. I would say platinum gold diamond legend of the international um, action film world. And Jason Statham, definitely up there on platinum level. And, you know, it's a fun concept. Jackie Chan's a beard. He's got a battle evil jason statham who represents the mustaches there's really not a whole lot going on plot wise beyond that and the movie sort of just takes place in this mustache versus beard realm
2: two different fighting styles two different eras of uh, action stars you know jackie chan's been around for a while he does all of his own stunts he's known for being uh, the drunken master uh, here we have Jason Stratham kind of a mach guy. He's really a brute force a newcomer Not known for doing his own stunts by any means. So I think for me it goes a little bit deeper than uh, Just on the surface beard versus mustache. I think it's you know a fight about action movies nowadays
1: Well, yeah, okay, and this is let me hop in here with Kind of tacking onto what Luke was saying about we've got these amazing, you know action stars, but I would say that 99% of the fighting in this film is CG facial hair fighting. And so I think that's what was disappointing to me is that I was really hoping for some Jackie Chan Jason Statham like fist fighting some kicks and stuff, but it's mostly them, you know, running around and, and attacking with, again, with CG facial hair, uh, which felt like quite a letdown when
0: you've got these heroes in there, these action stars. It's a, It's a letdown. And but, I mean, you, you got to give it to Jackie Chan. He's they're both aging, honestly, so they can't be running around doing the stunts that they're well, used and, and to. Don't
1: get me wrong. There are, you know, there are stunts. They jump out windows and, and they do run up walls and like they do cool stuff. But there's no man on man physical interaction. I mean, a little bit, but barely. any. Anyway.
0: It is kind of man on man, but it's a little uncomfortable. It's like face to face. They spend a lot of time looking directly mm-hmm. in she- into each mm-hmm. other's eyes and um, the they sort of accomplished this with the filmmaking would they you know they have that per- first person view of jackie mm-hmm. chan first person view of jason statham's face that makes it uncomfortable and what really makes this movie even more uncomfortable for me is that jackie chan does not look good in a beard mm-hmm. exactly very I important thought, yeah
1: he would have looked good in the mustache i think Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of a miscast, think, but yeah, he doesn't the- play villains. He doesn't want to play a villain um, is what I understand about Jackie Chan. He always likes to play the hero, which is fine to keep that image.
0: Good choice. Well, and them so much that he's, you know, he he wanted to decide. Jackie Chan's just such a nice guy in real life that he was like, all right, we'll roll with the beard. I'm sure he's like, we've tried it before. I don't know if you guys remember Jackie Chan's album. He actually grew a beard for his tour. and um, Famously, his wife divorced him on that tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he
1: I think actually had it got. In Shanghai. He had it for a scene in that Shanghai movie too. With uh, either
0: way, yeah, they Both shaved of, it, so it the off and it. they shared yeah. a laugh about it. So
1: Ooh. anyway, sorry to interrupt please.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't know. It just creeped me out.
1: Yeah, it was creepy. It was uh,
0: a weird, weird beard. Weird beard. Did you guys I, feel I, like
2: the fighting was? intense enough for being facial hair really going at it
1: just kind of tangling and braiding itself no together. no i mean that's what i'm saying Is like what a, what a waste what a waste of these guys bodies to not have them throw some punches well I think yeah, they, mo- they mocap
2: in... their bodies to like have the hairs you know react Wrap physically them, like yeah. they would yeah
1: but it's not the same <sighs> i don't know i the... just can't be invested yeah. in cg and the cg wasn't that great i mean how could you do good cg of a hair. hair, hair's plane. the it's hardest. Not, it's never, yeah, it's yeah. So like, they bit off more than they could chew, and this thing's not based on a on, on a comic book. I was really hoping original or expected IP. it to be yeah. an original. This is an original idea. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So so it seems like a bad idea for a film. I guess is my point. This might have worked as a cartoon. In fact, it might have worked really well as like an anime.
0: I True. think we said about
1: all we can say about Superbeard. That's about all we can say. That's too much time on Superbeard because I'm ready to rate it. I'm going to give it a one. I, I, I can't. I can't be invested in CG fighting. It's just not for me. So uh, one point, but but you know, good work, Audrey Scroggins.
0: Um, yeah, I guess good attempt, Audrey Scroggins, and for that you get a point. Wasn't a fan of Superbeard beard. Yeah,
2: I definitely feel what you guys are putting out, but I'm going to have to catch another drift and give it two points just because, like I said, I think it goes deeper than just the surface of what we're seeing on screen or CG battles. You know, it's it's, it's more than that, so two points.
1: All right, that's fair. All right, so that is four four points. points for 2016's Super Beard. This week on One to Review to keep track of our 20 points, that we accumulate from rating movies, we're going to be discussing the 20 best musical instruments and giving you examples musically of each of those instruments. So without further ado, gentlemen, would you like to share some of the best instruments?
2: Yeah, let's take a moment and say why we are saying these are the best instruments. Everyone may say different instruments are the best, but these are actually the best instruments. We looked it up online, so.
0: Um they're just they're just the best.
1: So
2: guitar. Classic guitar. Everyone loves the guitar tone. It's got strings, it's got frets and a neck. So definitely
1: guitars way up on the list. Um so let's hear a little bit of a guitar. <laughs>
0: You know me; I love pops and bangs and and drums and shit. So I gotta say, bongo, is one of yep. one of the world's best instruments
1: and one of the earliest instruments. Truly, an ancient instrument. Skin stretched over something. A Let's shell. A little bit of bongo.
0: Let's hear some bongo. That's a great bongo.
2: Love those tones. Okay, for me, I've got two points I'm going to lay, two important musical instruments on you. It's got to be said, the piano. It's
1: a classic. Mozart. Bach. Beethoven.
0: Piano. Schoenberg. Chopin.
2: Let's piano. hear some piano. All right. Classic. Okay, and I've got one more. We're going to give it to you. Uh, a little out there. This is a theremin. This is a uh, electronic. Let's just hear there- the Let's instrument. just
0: hear it. Let's just hear it. Kind of spooky. Well, those are the instruments that we have chosen for the first four points.
2: We hope you choose them too someday when you're considering what musical instrument you want to pursue in your life. Everybody needs a musical instrument. Even yeah, if guys. you don't play it. Just yeah, put guys. in the corner everyone of
0: your should room. Play. No, everyone should inspire play. you. Yeah. Everyone should play. You gotta.
1: If music be the f- fruit of life, then play on.
2: Then plant yourself a tree and put a violin in the corner of your room. It's good feng shui.
1: Alright. Well, shall we kick? A.
0: Kick a sponsor. The Kidnap. Children having trouble sleeping? Taking naps? This simple device makes it easy for children to fall asleep. Get the kidnap and have an easy night's sleep without your children bothering you. Shh! The Kidnap! Oh, hey guys, welcome
2: back! Um, normally right now we're going to jump into our second movie, but... I just want to take this time and ask you how you're doing.
0: I'm doing okay. Man, I had a fucking... I had a, a effing rough day at the beach. I would say it was, it was successful, but it was also very trying. Was it leg day? It was leg day, basically. Um, leg day oh. for my whole entire body. It was bodyboarding day. We went to the beach and bodyboarded. Nice. Yep, scammed some waves, hit some skippers, but also got flopped a couple times. Got flopped and dropped. Almost got bounced off the bottom. I mean, they were just thirty inches, but I mean, I I still got spun around in Mama's wash.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All in all, though, the whole day gets a two. I caught a I caught a pretty nasty sunburn, which has been like causing me uh, pain. Tummy a tummy burn. A big tummy burn for the past four five days. I just wake up and it just like kind of s- stretches across my belly, and it just makes my skin really tight and itchy and painful. Cinnamon cinnamon bear. Yeah, I've been putting cinnamon on it, but Does it seem to help seems to make it worse?
1: I see I always, I told you cinnamon. It'll work. Just keep doing it But yeah, I look like a big cinnamon bear Cool, I've been
2: working overtime then coming home in the 90-degree weather to my sub-basement apartment, so
1: oh, that sounds refreshing
2: Okay, guys, let's talk about this next movie. This is what I'm actually pretty excited to talk about. I yeah, I've been wanting to see this movie or a movie like this for a long time. It kind of riffs on, you know, B-horror movies, kind of slasher Jason film with a unique twist. This movie is called Sparklord 12. It's a 2012 film directed by Casey K. Flynn, uh, not to be confused with Tracy Flynn, uh, but this is a movie where the Sparklord returns to Earth to smoke all the weeds. This is great, guys. I mean, a weed-smoking, murdering thing. What do you guys think?
1: Uh, yeah, I loved. Man, I really loved like movies like Leprechaun. Um, man, I can't even think of any other ones in that genre. But there's there's tons of them. Critters, there's just really what one? Critters and like Tremors, Ghoulies, Tremors. I mean, all the these. The But even more these ones that they repeat, like Tremors. Yeah, there's like twelve of them or something. You know, I love Jucky. that they're still
0: dragging these. Uh, what do you call them? Fuck. Horror comedy. Yeah, B movie slasher. Horror flicks. comedy B movie slasher flicks. Stoner boners. So I love that they took this franchise of Sparkler
1: and they've dragged it through 12 films. I think that's uh ridiculous and wonderful to see.
0: Wait, Alex, you really think this is wonderful? Yeah, this
1: movie is such crap, but because this, this is the good crap. Because there's there's Sorry, go ahead.
0: I, I didn't I didn't think you liked 420 comedy. I didn't think you liked 420 Stoner I thought it, like I don't like comedies. I don't h- like stoner comedies. Stoner slashers
1: are a little different. They're they're so absurd to me that they're trying to take it
0: seriously. The comedies are pushing it too much, you know. I'm not saying I'm I'm saying I'm just a little surprised, and I'm actually happy to have you on board
1: oh, because good, good. twelve
0: yeah. Sparklord movies is a wonderful thing.
1: It is, it is. So the Spark Lord, if you have not seen a Spark Lord movie, you should check one out. I recommend Two is my favorite because that one takes place mostly at the beach, super fun. And no nonsense uh, in Two either, straight to the action. Straight yeah, to yeah, the I sparking, right straight to, to the horror. Three is also good. It's mostly fast food employees that all work together and they take like a, a week off and Spark Lord gets, it's great, anyway. Four is a little good. hard to watch now because you do need to find some 3D glasses, but if you and do, then,
2: it is quite the treat.
1: I honestly have not seen like 7 through 11. So it was fun to pick up here. Anyway, Sparklord half-
0: 11, there's actually some cameos from the reps from the reps cast. Some of the B-list B on reps cast, yeah. So for reps fans, you can check out Sparklord 11. Yeah, I got
1: that coming on my Netflix discs. If you guys didn't know, they still do the discs and I got that coming in. I do want to uh, say briefly that um Spark
2: Horror, Sparklord 12 is sort of a gentle reboot in the sense that it does tell the origin story of Sparklord 12 and uh, kind of a monumentalist occasion here it did come out in 2012 it is the 12th movie mm-hmm. uh he comes from the 12th planet uh
0: you know were you surprised by his origin did you need an origin story I mean uh. I was I was shocked because the the whole 12th planet Prophecy was like this online conspiracy that um, it's sort of rooted in reality. There's like stoner conspiracy theorists that talk about the 12th planet, you know, the one that's where that's that's the harbinger of destruction for our universe. And so the fact that they the filmmakers actually had the time to roll it into this movie was surprising. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's it's it. It was six years ago that this conspiracy was really hot, and now it's not so hot. But no. um. uh,
1: It's cool. His planet is made of weed, and they're running out of weed, and so they send out the Spark Lords to different planets to get all of the weeds and smoke it. And so it's great. So, like, he... well, The thing is, the Sparklord himself doesn't have to smoke the weed. He just needs to be around weed being ingested. So what he does, the way he kills people, is he often makes them, like, get too high and smoke too much. So, you know, there's a scene where he, he he brings that giant bong and he, he makes that one guy get so high and uh, the guy just dies. Derek again? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Derek it's Derek again. again from South Florida.
1: Yeah, yeah, we should say, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maggie Duenas is in it. Harold Mick. Elfrish? Harold McElfrish? He's the one that plays uh, Daryl again?
0: Derek again? He dies in every movie.
1: It's a thing. It's, it's a, one of their, their running gags. Uh, Bernard Albanese is in there and Andrea Venegas. I don't remember who she played in there, but yeah. Uh, the Spark Lord is played by uh, Bernard Albanese and he does great. You know, He's the super tall guy. He's I think in real life, what is he? He's almost seven feet tall in real life. Uh, so he's menacing as the spark lord for yeah he's sure. like six and he's been, eleven
0: six ten
1: he he's the same guy for all the movies right he's been yeah. playing spark lord and everything
0: sparks it up yeah don't do
1: drugs yeah but definitely watch this movie but you know it's almost catch 22 because to watch this movie you probably need to be high I think this movie would be incredibly painful for anyone that uh was not smoking at the time. But I don't
2: know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Hard to tell. Let's give it some numbers.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah, for me, Spark Lord 12, another great from the Spark Lord series. And um, this one delivers on just the classic Spark Lord B movie slasher comedy. Plus a little stoner stoner comedy in there, a little pre legalization humor in there. A lot of people getting arrested for weed which is kind of kind of cool kind of weird to think about how that's shifted mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Boy, yeah,
0: yeah, there's those all those poor people already... in jail for smoking weed
1: yeah yeah some of those characters in this film <laughs> might still be in jail even though what they were doing now yeah interesting to think about so there's some there's some socio-political relevance uh Cool. I'm going to give Sparklord a, a 2. I loved it. It was great. Uh, what a blast. What a shitty, sloki movie.
2: Yeah, uh, of course I'm going to give this movie 2 points. Go see it and do yourself a favor. Brush up on some of the old Sparklords because I have a feeling with uh, today's climate and weeds becoming legal in most places uh, you know, we might see Sparklord 13. So,
0: Right on, guys. 2 points. You guys stepped on my rating, but it's all good
1: oh shit I'm sorry yeah I thought we yeah we slipped back in white conversation sorry
0: I'll just slip it in there two points I didn't hear that sorry I was spaced out I was totally spaced out on this part well that's the best part about this podcast we don't actually have to listen to each other
1: (laughs) (laughs) do you want to just re-drop your review I'm sorry
2: I'll just I'll cut it in there
1: okay uh Great. Here's some more fun
2: musical instruments.
1: That was six points, right? Yeah. Six points.
2: Six
1: points.
2: Hey, guys, that was six points for Sparklord 12. Good movie. Uh, Let's talk about some good musical instruments. We already got some of the basics out of the way, so let's dive a little bit deeper. Here on page two of the best musical instruments, we're going to give you six. Alex, take it away.
1: All oh, right. the first best instrument is the violin classic. Classic instrument, strung and strummed.
0: Expensive too.
1: Very expensive to learn.
0: Play a little violin let's, there. Let's hear it. Okay, what's your second one?
1: The next one is the banjo. A Classic American instrument mm-hmm. from plank the Appalachian Bones. Plank
0: and Twink, the plank and twink of the Appalachian. Pretty similar to
2: a guitar. But not quite. But a little hit, little redneck. A no little country for a guitar.
1: Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Your
2: Incredibly difficult to play, too, I might
0: add. Um, a little easier to play than the banjo. This is the synthesizer. Let's just hear Ooh. some synthesized sounds. Um now I don't know if you, Brandon you know about this. This is actually using computers and and transistors to modulate a waveform through a speaker. That's, that's fascinating. And it's not like modulating a string or or wind. Speaking of wind, the oboe
2: Ah, yes. The oboe. One of my favorites. Everyone's favorite, the oboe. Well, not everyone's favorite, because there is some other favorites. Some people's favorites, I would say, are the bass guitar.
0: So versatile.
2: You can slap it. You could hold it upright, and it becomes an entirely different instrument. Uh, With that being said, go ahead, Luke.
0: You can stand behind it on stage and look like you're part of the band.
2: That's great. An important feature to look like you're part of the band. Uh, Another instrument that doesn't get a lot of love, but I will say is very important, is the tambourine. This is kind of like a drum, but it's got some uh, chimes in it. So it's got a chimey cymbal sound and a kind of drummy drum sound.
1: It's a very
2: hippie friendly instrument. Easy to play, so stone away.
0: That's actually the the catchphrase for this. It's easy to play, so stone away. Let's take it from the top tambourine. Not my favorite sound, but it's an important instrument. So. Easy to play, easy to fuck up. Kind of easy to ruin the music with a tambourine, honestly. If
2: you go overkill,
0: yeah. Get those wild-eyed tambourine players. One toke over the line. Yeah.
2: All night, just tambourining all night. Ugh, God, dope smokers. Well, let's talk about some sponsorship deals that we've lined up so they could help support us.
1: Brendelbaum is an amazing concert experience. See over 4,300 bands playing on 78 different stages. Brendelbaum features over 6 million art installations scattered throughout a gorgeous 92,000-acre venue. Never eat the same meal twice with 986 different food trucks to choose from. With 42 dance tents and over 500 DJs lined up, you'll dance the nights away. This 64-day-long concert experience isn't for the fate of heart dust off that tent, reapply that sunscreen, and enjoy a little break from the mundane. Welcome to Brendo Bomb
0: Country. Bienvenidos a Are you guys going to check out that music festival?
2: I'm going to try to, but that's a lot of time I got to get off work.
0: Yeah, it's not for the faint of heart. Of course not.
2: Tickets are like a hundred bucks. And I have got a week back, so faint like, heart, week back, they go hand in hand.
0: But I, saying, I mean, a hundred bucks, you can dip in and you only have to stay for like four days. No, 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 no. You have to go at like the whole thing. It's, it's. I think the
1: whole thing's really remote. And so like you, you take like a bus there.
0: Mm, I've heard a lot of different myths about Brindle I do know that... Um, If you don't catch at least one main stage, you have to clean up crew for... for, Yeah, yeah. It's
1: weird. There's a lot of stipulations. It's not for the faint of heart.
0: Nope. Anyway, we're going to check it out. You know
2: what else wasn't for the faint of heart? This next movie.
0: Yeah, Heathrow. This movie uh, is a Hector P. Barton flick, 2009. The airport comes alive and eats mostly lost travelers in 2009's Heathrow. Um, Do you guys have any first impressions on this movie?
1: Yeah, we got a, you know, this is a fun action movie. We've got Benedict Cumberbatch, who I think, I don't know, and my brain doesn't normally play action. I know he played Doctor Strange, but his stuff's normally a little more uh, cerebral, I feel, so it was cool to see him in a little bit more of a kind of action movie. We've got Preston Reed in there, Miles Wilk, uh, Brock Weston. Uh, Pretty good cast uh yeah industry i like hector barton's work uh, but maybe we can get into that a little bit if brandon doesn't have any first impressions
2: uh first impressions yeah i'm also a fan of barton's work but we'll get into his process in a minute i will say yeah cumberbatch does a great job and for me he really does kind of personify that flimsy weak action star that just isn't you know voiced enough in hollywood so
1: sure that is that is refreshing coming from you know even J- the jason stathan movie and uh, jackie Chanwell and superbeard you know to, to see someone that's not as built i guess for this job
2: not as much and
1: yeah, it's a horror much.
2: movie i mean it's a thriller but it's a horror movie about uh an airport coming alive so you know take it with a grain of salt but
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's a nice blend of of it's for me. It's mostly action, but I think anyone could argue that it's that it's a horror movie or a sci fi or a comedy. It kind of hits all the genres pretty well. I feel it's a big budget movie,
0: you know, yeah, there's some great gags in this like the 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 luggage carousel that that like horrifically eats a passenger at the beginning Uh and then throughout the movie keeps eating passengers and it becomes like this old running joke of like, oh, no, I got another one.
1: I got a baggage claim. Yeah, yeah. There's some good stuff in there. Uh, let's talk about Hector Barton a little bit. Uh, so Hector Barton is, uh, I think he is a Colombian filmmaker, actually. And what he does is he always shoots his films uh, backwards. It's kind of like his thing. He's an auteur, and he's mostly done these small, you know, a lot of his shorts are available online. I say you, like, check them out. There's some really great ones. There's one called The Tear, another one called Fall Off the Ladder. Uh, really interesting films. Uh again mostly cerebral there's not a lot of use in the backwards motion except it captures actors in a very interesting way uh when you apply it to an action movie stuff gets a little interesting
2: yeah definitely this was his first for four way into having a big budget and uh, trying to figure out these difficulties uh which he didn't encounter when he was making his you know student films and whatnot so yeah there were some different problems but there were some successes as well
0: yeah no doubt i mean this technique works with a lot of things at the airport. Like I said, the 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 baggage carousel, planes taking off and landing is very interesting. Food carts moving down aisles, um, all this stuff can kind of be accomplished in reverse. Um, and then it's the way he messes with the the user's mind when you're sitting there watching the movie. Um, and in the background you think somebody's eating but they're actually eating in reverse that's always a trippy thing to watch people so, yeah, add food some, to food but while the movie they
1: store food yeah he has them store food in their mouth and then they will uh, not regurgitate that's too gross they would just take it out they put it back on the whatever and it's all of this stuff it's, does it's not about breaking quite
2: work. the actor's cycle you know it's getting yeah. them out of their comfort zone it's putting yeah. a new put a feet it's like a new pair of shoes on, on these people
1: Yeah, and so like even going back to the the beginning opening scene there with the carousel, so if you can imagine the actor, uh, when they filmed it, is inside the baggage claim and has to pretend he's being eaten in reverse as he steps out of it, you know? So the actors are challenged with this really interesting challenge <laughs> and and then when put forward you get this really awkward stilted feel to the film so the whole thing's got this unsettling feel dream life stuff does not make sense it does not people aren't eating the way they eat but they look like they are it's a very cool style um, uh, that said i feel like it's almost lost though in a, in a big budget film you know it almost felt awkward in there to see these interesting moments interspersed
0: yeah yeah it definitely felt like um well what it was like student filmmaking finding its way into a big budget hollywood film definitely out of place and and unsettling i don't know how many times am i going to say it's unsettling well it really unsettled <laughs> you
1: that, and that all said i liked it but i feel like uh main like the main viewing audience won't like it and it did reflect in the ticket sales of the film it did not do great um especially opening weekend it came out right against speed two which was a terrible film but it still didn't do as well against that so it's an interesting film i think it's definitely worth checking out oh yeah let's give it some numbers yeah i'm ready to rate this let's do it uh i'm gonna give it two solid points again really interesting work But but that said that also comes with check out hector barton's uh, smaller films again, they're online check out his website. There's tons of them on there. They're fascinating
0: fascinating films
2: I'm just gonna squeak in there and give it one point really quickly because it's not quite worth my time to give it all two points so one point
0: I'm also gonna kind of squeak in here and squeak out two points. Um, I Think it's definitely worth catching the the filmmaking techniques are, are a strong attempt at something new and innovative and for that it gets a uh, squeaky too
1: Nice. That is five points for Heathrow, directed by Hector Barton, 2009.
0: Film. Five Check it out. Points.
1: And with that, we give you five more musical instruments. Since
2: I only have one, I'm going to just get it out of the way. This is kind of controversial, uh, but this is the human hand. This is a very important instrument. Humans have had him for as long as history goes back into time. Most humans anyways. And, uh, Clapping is a huge component of rhythm. So that is uh, a very important musical instrument.
0: A lot of people forget let's about it. Let's hear but... some claps. Oh, yeah, let's hear Great. And I'm going to
1: hop in there right where we're right. Since we're right there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in fingers and snaps. So here we go, some snaps. This specifically is snaps from a successful poetry reading. Live from a jazz part
2: of a hand. We're not going to get technical.
1: Okay. And my second instrument is the viola. What is a viola? It's a mix of the violin and kind of uh, a bass, standing bass, cello. Yeah. Somewhere in between. Half violin, half viola. And so that's what's nice about. it It's
0: like a half-ass cello. Get out of here. Exactly. What do you got, Luke? Um, I've got some experimental. This one's called the pubis. I'll just play it for you guys. And this one's called the painter. I'll just play it for you guys.
1: These are these are really great. These are two instruments that Luke has created. He's been
2: he's been working late making these, and I think these are going to become classics. So sneak
0: peek, sneak peek, guys, and they're a lot of fun to play too. The painter really speaks to me. The painter, it's a cool looking thing too. Yeah, it's
1: got a big handle on the outside and then a couple of strings over there, and then and then you can They're
2: not knob. actual
0: human screams either. That's the cool part you kind of you kind of strap it to your chest and sort of uh, it's sort of like a rubbing motion, vibrating mo- rubbing motion.
2: Yeah, you just open your mouth and the screams come out. It's cool.
0: Yeah, it's really that easy. It sort of does the work for you.
2: Well, you know who else does the work for
0: us? Advertisements. <laughs> All right, hit one.
2: Virtual Applebee's. Totally new immersive VR experience. Relive or live for the first time the feeling of going to Applebee's. Enjoy fresh mozzarella sticks right. or savor the decadent triple Let's chocolate go. cake meltdown and chase it all down with a reasonably priced happy hour drink. Feel the texture of the booths. Shake hands with the waiter and more. Virtual Applebee's
1: now available at actual Applebee's all restaurants right. and certain international airports. Ladies and gentlemen, the next film that we saw is one called Light Left On. It's a film directed by John Salazar. This is a fresh film, 2018. Give you a little synopsis here. The haunting memory of her son just can't be shaken. She leaves a light on until one day the light won't turn on. So this is about a woman whose son dies. She, again, like the synopsis says, she leaves this light on every day. The light doesn't turn on. She starts to experience things, and uh, the spirit of her son returns to her life. Uh, is that guys... a good thing? Well, well, we'll find out. We'll get to it a little bit. But yeah, so that's, you know, that's the premise is her. Uh, she believes her son has come back as a ghost to uh, live with her again. Um, what do you guys think of this film? Sometimes I
2: ask myself why I'm doing this. You know, why am I talking about these movies that no one really cares about? And I'll tell mm-hmm. you why. It's to save our listeners time. So I'm going to
0: save you some time and say, definitely see this movie. no. That's a twist. That's a big evil twist, I think, on our users. I'm a little conflicted with that review because this movie, uh, it did feel like a big waste of time. Um, the plot, you get the plot device right away, the light bulb. And, I mean, it's not even a spoiler. It's that the, the ghost in the light bulb is in all the trailers. So you guys are know, yeah. you know what you're getting yourself into before you even step your... If you've seen the trailer, you pretty much get this movie. Um Yeah. And in a nutshell, I I I kinda wanna save oh go ahead, Alex. Oh no, don't no, spoil it. Spoil it, just tell them. I kinda wanna save our our users some time and just this is a woman trying to get her light bulb repaired for much of the movie.
2: Yeah, I mean I hear what you're saying.
0: But
1: I just I just would rather people go see this movie.
2: I can't say anything else about it. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean so yeah, let me let me let me spoil just the basic At least the, the twist is the spirit that comes back is not her son and ends up being a a, a bad a bad ghost and you know for me it's a it's a fairly straightforward, you know haunting kind of horror movie. She gets the bulb fixed in the end. yeah, I don't know Brandon, why, why were you so moved by this film? What, what, uh, I'm not moved by it. I'm just trying to save our our listeners' time,
2: and what's a better way to save their time than just say, "Go see it? You know, I don't I don't want them thinking about it and saying, should I see that? Oh, to just build their own opinion. Yeah, exactly.
1: Don't listen to us. Just go see the movie yourself and figure it out if you like it. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a great idea right now is almost a waste of time in that our opinions of this film are not going to be your opinions of the film. Exactly. You know, the only way that you can know, you know, we can rate it all day long. But the only way you'll know if you like it is if you
0: see it. That's right. So what we're going to do is we're going to give it a six point temporary review as the user reviews start rolling in, we can subtract whatever this movie didn't get up to six points.
1: This would be good. Cause then if we can get kind of a gauge of what our listeners think this film should be rated, we can put it against our rating and just see how accurate we've been and kind of give us a little bit of a, a scale to see if we're on track and if we need to adjust how we're reviewing movies.
2: I think we might need to, and we might have to go back and make some corrections to previous episodes. To old ones, yeah, because we
1: might be off uh, point a little bit. All I'm saying is, is you know, episode 50 is coming up. We need to recalibrate. Exactly. Cool. Perfect. All right. So, yeah, there we go. Thanks, everyone. Please review this one for us. We'll check in and find out. So that is uh, Light Left On, John Salazar, 2018 film uh, starring Carol Salisbury, I should say, at least. So we're not officially going to give this one any points. However, we are going to give you
2: each two more instruments, yeah. Oh, a placeholder six, because this is an
1: important move, I think, for us to do. All right, six more musical instruments. First one I got here, guys, is the trumpet. Wake up, wake up, it's the trumpet. Not to be confused with the bugle. All right. The next instrument I got for you guys is the beagle. This is an interesting one, kind of uh, out of left field here. But the beagle has uh, scientifically proven the the best range of any sort of dog. So you can get all kinds of different noises from a properly trained beagle. So thirteen octaves. Go. Thirteen octaves. Here we go. Let's hear, See if we can hear them all. Great. A be- beautiful beast. Beautiful beast. Get out of here. Get out of here,
2: buddy. I got two simple ones here for you. Most people probably learned how to play this uh, in their youth. This is a recorder. It's kind of like a flute, but much easier to play. So um, dust off your recorders. Let's hear one for nostalgia's sake. Great. And here's a new one that is very important. Uh, This is the sampler. So I'm gonna play back some samples here. And uh, so you can hear what a sampler sounds like. Great.
0: Yeah. Thanks for that, Brandon. You know, the world of hip-hop would not be the same without the sampler. Just how the world of international soccer would not be the same without the rootin' tootin' Vuvuzela. Hit it. Ooh, that hits hard. Hits hard, right? And, you know, it sounds like a wild instrument, but if you play this in an orchestral setting, it just melts into the background
2: you know when things
0: are in context it really changes and for my final point of the day we're going to sort of bring it back to where we started and hit you guys one more time with the elbow sick Oh, oh. sorry guys uh, this isn't an oboe I don't know what that is pretty beautiful. Still still a beautiful sounding instrument. Beautiful!
1: Those are beautiful, beautiful instruments. And I think I got it wrong before. If music be the food of love, play on. Give me excess of it that so fighting the appetite may sicken and so die. Duke Orsinio Valeria presiding over the merry mixed up world of Twilight. Oh wow, what an idiot. Alright,
2: let's um, wow, what a week. We did a lot of things this week. Yeah, not a weak week. Strong no, week. Very strong week. Um, what else do we have to say? You know what I gotta do? I gotta give mad much shout outs to my man Rab, who is generously become a Patreon donor for us. So that means we get a shout out his name and say thanks Rab at the end of every episode. If you wanna get a shout out or you wanna shout out your loved one or your failing business, let us know and we'll shout you out for either one dollar or two dollars a month. That's at patreon.com slash one review yeah as always Thanks, y'all. if you're in wyoming listen to us or don't we still don't have any listeners in wyoming so
1: please please tell someone in wyoming to listen to our podcast that'd oh, be great or not or not what if else we
2: got big episode like... number five zero right around the corner
1: yeah next episode number 50 guys it's a big deal is it no is it no Alright, folks, next week we're going to be reviewing The Day We Got Our Milf, Prance, The Smell of Money, Jenny Depp, Susanna Saro, and Submarindo. You didn't read them all. Oh no, I kept that one. (laughs)